Welcome to Abiding Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently airing a series on the Holy Spirit titled, The Missing Person. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. So turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You can also cue your finger in Acts chapter 19. We'll be there as well. Verse 3, he said to them, into what were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. So Paul said, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, Christ Jesus. And when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. When Paul laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. Now the men were about 12 in all. So they believed in Jesus. They were baptized. Paul then, afterwards, laying hands on them, prayed for them, and they received the Holy Spirit. They spoke in tongues, and they prophesied. And so Paul, he notices they're lacking something. And I've talked to Christians today. I find so often it's the same problem. Either they believe, they're an avid believer in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and they have experienced all kinds of things in terms of the Holy Spirit, or they are ignorant concerning the gifts and the operation of the Holy Spirit. And very uncomfortable when it comes to the things of the Holy Spirit. And yet both sides oftentimes, I would say, are ignorant of the Holy Spirit. Either in the way that the gifts are supposed to be operating, or in the way that the gifts are not operating at all. And in those churches where the gifts are not operating at all, he's oftentimes just reduced to a good feeling or a warm thought or goosebumps that you feel when something exciting happens. You know, kind of like when your, your team scores at the, at the Super Bowl and you feel excited. Okay, some of you. What about this? Chip and Joanna Gaines. Chip and Joanna Gaines finish their house and they have that little thing and they slide it apart. You see the unveiling of the new house? Yeah, so that's more for you guys. Okay, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. But that's not the Holy Spirit. That's just excitement, isn't it? And so the Holy Spirit is actually much more than that. And that's what my hope is to balance some of this out. Because what we have on one hand is we have a group of people who say the Holy Spirit is not for today. And it passed with the apostles, which if you read your Bible, you'll realize that that's not possible. Because Peter said in Acts chapter 2 that Joel prophesied that the, the Spirit of God would be poured out on all flesh in the last days. And your sons and daughters will prophesy, your old men will dream dreams, your Young men will see visions. And then he begins to describe the end of days. And he says it's going to happen all the way up until the coming of the great and awesome day of the Lord. And that that gift, he says later in that sermon in Acts chapter 2, is to you and to your children and all those who are far off, as many as the Lord God will call. That's who the gift of the Holy Spirit is for. And, And so here he, you know, there's this group that's out here that says that there isn't gifts for today. And that goes as far as to say, if you speak in tongues, that's of the devil and you're not saved, right? But then you have a group on the other side that says you're saved by being baptized in the Holy Spirit as evidenced by speaking in tongues. And so if you don't speak in tongues, you're of the devil. What are we going to do? You know, you got one side saying you speak in tongues, you're not saved. And the other side says if you don't speak in tongues, you're not saved. 
have mercy, you know? I mean, can't we find some balance in all of this and put our hands on these brothers over here and say, that's okay, you're wrong, but we love you. And these brothers over here and say, you're wrong, but we love you. Because I, I honestly think that we just become really unbalanced in a lot of these things. And we see the same thing that was going on in Corinth or the same thing that was going on in Ephesus still happening in the church today. And so what I want to do is talk to you about what the Bible says, what Jesus said about the Holy Spirit, and, and, and get our, our minds wrapped around that a little bit. And so first of all, who is the Holy Spirit? Now the short answer to that question is the Holy Spirit is God right? Athanasius, when he came against Arius at the Nicene Council, Arius was a heretic who said that Jesus wasn't fully God or wasn't God at all. It was kind of fuzzy as to what exactly he believed. But he was kind of affecting the church. And so Athanasius, an amazing theologian and a great man of God, came up against Arius and he basically had him exiled and, and you know, basically said, that's heresy. That's not true. It's not true doctrine. And so he came up with the Athanasian Creed, which tells us that the true universal church believes in God in Trinity and Trinity in unity. Not separating the persons, nor, nor dividing the substance of God or the essence of God, but it is one God made of three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Father is God, the Son is God, and the Holy Spirit is God, and yet not three gods, but one God. And there is a person of the Father, and there is a person of the Son, and there is a person of the Holy Spirit. Three persons, and yet still one God. Is that really clear to you guys? You get it? It's awesome, but do we get it? (laughs) Of course we don't get it. He's God. If He was easy enough to understand, we could quantify God, then He would cease to be God, right? He is very God of very God. He is far beyond our imagination. And so here is God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not a force. It's not an it. He is God. And He is God who dwells in you. The same power that rose Jesus from the dead, the Holy Spirit dwells in you as a believer in Jesus Christ. And so He works in you. And and, and it uses... Many, many verses come out about who he is. You can turn to John chapter 14, but before we get there, I'll, I'll read a couple of verses to you, or I'll just give you a couple of verse references, but you can turn to John 14. The Holy Spirit has qualities and characteristics that only a person could have. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 tells us that the Spirit can be grieved. Acts chapter 16 verse 6 tells us that the Spirit can forbid, it forbid Paul to go to Asia. 1 Corinthians 12 says the Spirit gives gifts as He wills. The Spirit has a will and He disseminates or He distributes those things according to His will. The Spirit of God is God and He is a person. Notice with me verse 16 of John chapter 14. And I will pray the Father and He will give you another Helper that He may abide with you forever. So separate from the Father, separate from the Son, He is another Helper The word in the Greek for helper there is paraclete. It means one who comes alongside. He's a helper. Verse 17, the spirit of truth, so it identifies this helper, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be 
in you. Notice the heavy use of personal pronouns, he, as it describes the Spirit. But then it also says here in verse 17, the Holy Spirit is someone who can be known. And this is, is so important for us to understand. In fact, the Spirit of God would say in the, in the very, in a couple chapters later, when Jesus is praying in the Garden of Gethsemane, you'll see this awesome transition if you've ever studied it. You see, He starts out in, in there in, in the beginning part and the Spirit begins to speak through Jesus because He transitions from first person to third person. And then He goes back to first person. And what He says in chapter three of, of, or chapter 17 of verse 3 of John, he says, and, and this is eternal life, that they might know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. That's eternal life, to know God in, in, in experience and in personality and not to know about God. There's a big difference. I mean, if you were to change that verse to... This is eternal life that they might know about God. That's, that's as far as the East is from the West in, in meaning, isn't it? Because you can know about something, but it's a different thing to know someone. And, and that's what he's saying. And, and so too, you know Him, Jesus says. He's with you. He's going to be in you. It's interesting also the, the use of the word here, Another, when Jesus says, I will give you another helper in verse 16, he uses the word, the Greek word, alon. Alon means another of the same type and quality. It, it doesn't mean another of a different kind. There's a Greek word that means that as well. But this word means of the same type or quality. The Holy Spirit is of the same type or quality as Jesus. He says, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to send this Spirit. Notice verse 18, I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. Now, that's an interesting thing because Jesus is saying, I'm not going to leave you orphans. I'm going to send the Spirit. I'm going to come to you. Now, that's, that's confusing to us, but that shouldn't be too confusing because maybe that's the Spirit speaking through Jesus saying, I'm going to come to you. But we also know that Jesus dwells in us. How? By the Holy Spirit. And so I'm going to be in you with the Spirit is basically what Jesus is saying. I'm not going to be with you physically like I am. And that had to be a little bit troubling to them because Jesus has been talking about going away and he's been talking about going to Jerusalem and being given to the hands of sinful men and they're going to crucify me. And, and that had to be a little bit troubling. I go away and you know the way and you know where I'm going. And they're like, we don't know where you're going. You know, John chapter 14. And he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father's but by me. Well, he says, I, I, in my Father's house are many mansions. He goes through that whole thing and explains to them, but they still had to be troubled by this. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccmit.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.